So there are eight strategies I'm going to give you to help you survive in a relationship with a narcissist. And I should know because I survived one. You've tuned in to When Your Mind Becomes the Scene of the Crime podcast. I'm Dr. Linda F. Williams. I take survivors of abuse and trauma from pain to purpose so that you take back your power, tap into the truth of who you are, and live your best life now. First of all, you have to understand the narcissist. Narcissistic personality disorder exists under cluster B in our diagnostic manual. It includes an over-exaggerated perception of one's importance, a belief that they are more important than others, fantasies about power, success, attractiveness, and insensitivity to the needs and feelings of others exaggeration of achievements or talents, expectation of constant praise and admiration, arrogance, envy, and taking advantage of others. That's what a narcissistic individual will look like. Now, narcissism exists on a spectrum. So, As over-the-top as they are, there are different degrees of it as well. Now, we won't go into that here. Maybe I'll do a video later about the details with respect to that. If If you're in a situation where you have to stay in a relationship with a narcissist, then you need to understand some critical things about how their minds work. So underneath the veneer of grandiosity, like I'm all that, nobody is better than I am, is a bunch of unresolved shame. I know it makes no sense, but this shame is so extremely painful to them that they do anything it takes not to face it. And that includes belittling others in the process of remaining above it all to some extent. The more extreme the narcissism, the more extreme the shame. They're at the same time projecting that shame onto others. Projection is when somebody feels something about themselves but they they're projecting it out as if everybody in that they're in relationship with are thinking that about them so it's not real at all it colors their world to the point where they're projecting that onto other people as if you should be ashamed of yourself and that way as long as i can see you as shameful then i don't have to feel like i'm shameful Now, I understand that there's nothing realistic about that, but you need to understand this if you're you're in relationship with a narcissist. Narcissism can result from child abuse, neglect, bullying, emotional trauma, and an early developmental phase. So that instills deep feelings of not being good enough. 
They, they, they have fragile egos and perceive any kind of slight or disagreement as a personal threat to their self-worth. Whether it's real or, or perceived, it, to them, it's a personal threat. It's a sense of entitlement where they feel like that they have to mistreat you in order to feel superior. The most important thing to understand about a narcissist, though, is that change is a dirty word. They aren't going to change. They see no reason to change. There's nothing wrong with them. So there are eight strategies I'm going to give you to help you survive in a relationship with a narcissist. And I should know because I survived one. Strategy one, learn to recognize the manipulation. Recognize when you are being manipulated. And each narcissist has their own brand of this manipulation. And this manipulation can change depending on the person with whom they're in relationship. They're skilled at this. They got a strong sense of self-preservation and that's what rules their world. The behaviors may or may not be intentional, but whether they're intentional or not, we already talked about whether you intended to or not, the repercussions of your behavior are the repercussions of your behavior. And so whether they mean to or not, whether or not they're aware of it, they're manipulating. That's the way of their world. And if you're in their world, you are going to be manipulated. If you don't recognize it, then we're off to the races. Now, what's the purpose of this manipulation? To make you act a certain way. So, in other words, they're on their own little stage. And they've written their own little scripts. And all the players around them have to act a certain way to keep their world in order. Now, everything they say and do is meant to cause you on their stage and in their world to do what it takes to keep them fixed. Again, you'll see this theme running through all of these strategies. It's me, 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 me. It's all about me. And I don't care if it seemed like I did something nice for you. I'm a narcissist. And even that was all about me. Their little bag of tricks is limited. They've got a few tricks in their bag, their manipulation bag. And if you've been in relationship with them enough, you will see every one of them. So just keep watching and you'll know their entire repertoire. That's the one good thing about this. So when you recognize these red flags, then you have to be ready to not engage do not engage we'll talk about that later one thing they do is to gaslight you you know you might confront this narcissist about something and the first they're gonna think they're gonna do is they're gonna blame you uh, they're gonna tell you things make it look like you're crazy we call it gaslighting and and no matter how you go into this conversation as if 
and you're planning on standing your ground if you don't recognize this circular argument dynamic that they always engage in you will be there arguing until the cows come home and nothing will get accomplished you will not have communicated effectively your boundary or your position in this mess because you have allowed yourself to get caught up in this cyclical argument you need to come up with some ways to communicate with this joker so that you know how to stop that cycle and cause them to own their crap in this. So sometimes that's going to take you just being silent and letting them jibby, 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 jibby. This is the challenge with that. They're going to jibby and know just how to push your buttons. They're going to know exactly what to do to trigger you. You have got to fight it. Never let them see you sweat. Let them talk till the cows come home. If you have to leave the room literally or figuratively, that's what you do. Just nine smile, nine smile. Now you thinking about dinner. You thinking about the grocery list. You thinking about your list of chores. They don't have to know that. If you got to sit up under that, then you're gonna have to check out, leave the room while they're jibby, jibby, jibby. Because this is the deal. If they're in the gaslighting mode, you are not gonna win that argument. Shut it down. The other thing is shaming. All of these things are what I call blame the victim. You know, this is those subtle sarcasms, you know, attacking your self-esteem and, 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 and punishing you in some way for your transgression. The other thing is guilt tripping. Okay, they did wrong. You want to call them on it. Some kind of way, they're going to always twist that to be your fault. You're responsible for his feelings. Okay, you're responsible for her feelings. If 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 they know that your trigger is is abandonment or rejection, then they will use that against you. Whatever it is that they can they know about you, they're gonna use it against you. So say you're in this relationship and you feel it, you know, you're in the idyllic phase of it, and they say that they're caring and everything. They put that on. Like the, all of that, the caring and everything. And then you find out later that it's a monster underneath, okay? Anything that you shared with them intimately about your emotions or yourself, count on it flying back at you at the speed of a tennis ball across the net because they will use that every time to shame you. Just be ready for that. Love bombing. Oh my goodness, I've been here too. At some point, you know, it's a love-hate, hot, cold. There is no in-between with these guys. Love bombing. They're lavishing praise, you know. Not meaning it, but it suits them at the time. So, that you know, uh, they're withholding the cruelty that's really lurking behind the, 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 the curtain here. And love bombing. Hot and cold. Hot and cold. Then they want to invalidate you, you know, convincing you that your reactions are irrational, overly sensitive. It's a projection again. It's they're invalidating what you're trying to tell them. Why? Because they cannot stand that blow to the ego. 
minimalization, suggesting that your role or impact or feelings or experiences weren't important enough to merit consideration. You're living your life. You're a human being. Don't matter to me. It's not helpful to me right now. And then the rage, you're going to see this thing where they go into these rages, irrational rages, you're flying in a sudden onslaught of fury. The minute their ego's threatened, you're going to get threats back at you. You're going to get rage back at you. Then they're going to try to coerce you demonstrations of rage and aggression and force or threats to get you to comply with them. And then future faking. I call this moving the goalpost. They assure you of future positive experiences together and they have no intention of fulfilling any of them. They're just doing this at certain times to maintain your loyalty. If they feel you slipping out of their hands, future fake it. Yeah, making all these promises that you never see come to fruition. The only way that you can, can, can fight these things off is you're going to have to pay attention to how this particular narcissist manipulates you. Because when you see that, then you can reduce this power they have over you. Strategy to cultivate healthy relationships. You need to be kept grounded. This is where what I call your list of truthful trusted others comes into hand. But first, let's talk about the fact that if your narcissist is also an abuser, the first thing an abuser does is se separate you from your family, your loved ones, and your friends. You cannot allow that to happen because they are the only things that are going to keep you grounded. Because once you step into the, the narcissist world, they're going to snatch the rug out from under you emotionally in any other way that they can. Because they cannot allow you to hold them accountable. They can't allow you to any blows to their ego. So what they want to do is keep you in balance and they cannot keep you in balance if you keep the healthy relationships in your life. These people are your truthful, trusted others and they're going to try to isolate you from them. You got to fight that tooth and nail, okay? You want to manage your expectations. This is strategy number three. Remember, the narcissists are resistant to change. They're not going to change, period, point blank. That's all she wrote, the pencil broke. So if you're staying in this relationship because of all of this future faking they're doing and you're not seeing any evident change, then you need to make some decisions for your life because it's never going to get any better. Number four, understand their limitations. And one of the major limitations they have is that they are incapable of making attachments. They are incapable of that emotional intimacy that you may seek. They are incapable. Even if they wanted to, which is not likely, they're incapable. So you need to quit expecting that out of them. Don't expect that out of them. They're not going to be able to do that. Understand that limitation and make decisions based on that limitation. So in other words, Many years of therapy have been known to fail in getting a narcissist to understand or allow emotional attachment. Your being in their life is not going to change this. So stop expecting too much out of them. 
they're not going to be able to feel empathy either. They have trouble with feelings and emotion. They're not going to allow themselves to feel that with you. They can fake that with you. And generally in the beginning of the relationship, they will fake that with you. But that facade is going to crack and you're going to see the real person. Now, they're not going to find it very beneficial to them very often in the relationship to be that. I left it back into their love bomb and thinking again, that's manipulation. So understand that they're not capable of that kind of caring. Also understand that rage, manipulation, and attention seeking will happen. That's them. That's how they keep themselves from facing the shame and the inadequacies that are driving the narcissistic tendencies. So you're going to get rage, manipulation every day, and attention-seeking, that's who they are. So you have to know, start expecting that out of them and make a decision. Am I willing to put up with this? Do I really want to love this guy so much that I live like this? you got to decide that. So if you have come to a point where you are understanding who you are, okay, and you have drawn some values and boundaries in yourself about what you want in a relationship, here's the truth. If you're with a narcissist, your needs are likely going to go unmet. Period. They're strictly transactional creatures. I'll give you this for, to get that. I'll do this to make you give me this. It's transactional, and true love is not transactional. Thank you for joining me today on When Your Mind Becomes the Scene of the Crime podcast. Schedule your free breakthrough session now at lindafwilliams.com. That's lindafwilliams.com.